Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disclaimer. If you recognize yourself or think we may have had a great love story in my head without you being aware of it, don't worry. I mostly have great memories of those. You almost always treated me right. And for the time you made me cry because you flirted with other girls in front of me, I forgive you. You didn't know. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to say, all characters appearing in this work are fictitious, and the resemblance to a real person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Except if I actually say your name or give you a phone number, then you can safely assume I'm talking about you, Joey Capello too. But let us start by talking about Ben. I'm still obsessed with Ben, and basically stalking him on a regular basis. I think he's back from his trip. Lying again. I know he's back from his trip, but so far, no news. I'm tired of the situation. I need to focus on something else. Thanks God, a colleague offered me the perfect distraction. She had to go to her friend's launching event for some kind of fashion app, and she didn't want to go alone. And as I'm not the kind of girl to say no to free champagne, last Monday, we were on our way. My analytical skills could give you at least four perfectly good reasons why I needed to go. But if I'm just being honest for one second, I think I wanted to go mainly because Ben works in the fashion industry and there were a tiny little chance to run into him. So the day came and I decided to not dress too pretty because obviously that's when you're too pretty and ready to see a guy that you don't see him. So once there, I'm mingling and talking and it is actually a nice event. Great sitting, cool crowd and no food, of course. Basically, everything you could expect from a fashion event. Three hours flew by and I'm not even thinking about Ben anymore. We decide to go for a last drink with my colleague before leaving. I order my cocktail and laugh with one of my colleague's guy friend. When suddenly, I don't know why, I turn my head to the right and Ben is standing right next to me. I looked at him, shocked, and he seemed surprised to see me too. Denise is sure he saw me and came next to me on purpose? I'm not sure, and I have no way to know. The barman gives me my drink Ben orders is. I kind of ignore the other guys I was talking to without even realizing it, and I ask Ben how was his trip. We are both a bit awkward, but in a way, this was so unexpected that we don't even have time to overthink it. We are just happy to see each other. When I finish my drink, he looks at my empty glass and says, this party is dying. The vibe is too creepy. Wanna go for a drink somewhere else? Me. Okay. He's so frustrating. What does he want from me? This is exactly the situation I tried to avoid from the moment Denise had to tell me that he had a girlfriend. I knew this situation was coming to that. And what did I do? Jump headfirst. 
I guess falling for a cheater is in a way easier than to actually take a risk. The stinge of rejection is less painful. Since I never had the chance, I can blame timing the other woman, him for the lack of courage. Rationally speaking, it's super easy. It's just in terms of relationship that it's more complicated. But I wonder, am I capable of simple relationship? I like movies, book, TV shows, epic story. And even if I don't consider myself an adventurer, I like to romanticize things. I'm so not the kind of girl interested in the story. So we met online, we went for a coffee during the week. I was desperate to get a boyfriend. He was turning 38, so it was time for him. We slept together on the third date after a nice dinner on a Friday night. We dated for six months while seeing other people until the time I told him that I was tired of dating. He was two. We talked about the future, the number of kids we wanted, the cat we wanted, the number of square feet we wanted, in which suburbs. And since all of this made sense, the rest is now history. And this is how I met your father. I'm sure this kind of relationship are more healthy and maybe works better than the one based on epic and betrayal, but they don't rock my boat, I guess. I could say that I rationally want something irrational. If I could, I would choose the easy way, I guess, in every part of my life. But it's simply not me. I had this friend, we've known each other since college. Let's call him nice guy. The first time we met, we became instant friends, but I felt right away that maybe he wanted more. And I knew that I didn't. Lucky me, my best friend at the time met him and had an instant crush on him. So I pushed them into each other's arms and it worked. That's how nice guy ended up in a relationship with my best friend on Valentine's Day. And everything was perfect in the world for at least 15 minutes. Almost as long as it took Ben and me to find a wine bar in this neighborhood. Uh, we've been there for 30 minutes and Ben has already drunk two glasses of wines. Maybe he's a bit nervous. I decided to change the focus and talk to him about the networking I've done that night. What's surprising to me is the amount of trust I already have in this guy I barely know, despite everything. No matter what he says, he seems to use the perfect words that resonate with me. It's really difficult to explain because it's the first time it happened to me with a guy I like. But with him, it's different. I can project us as a team conquering the world together. Before, I must admit, I was more responsive to the... How could I put that? Loser charm? When I liked a guy, there were always a tiny little part of me thinking of what we could do together and what I could do to help him. I was always the engine of the relationship. 
In Ben's case, it's the first time I can actually see us as real equal partners. And I love that so much about him. Maybe I'm getting older and wiser. Ew. I was talking earlier with Denise and we were remembering wistfully how when we were 20, we were kind of judging other people for looking for somebody nice. We were like, oh my God, can you imagine? I don't want something like that. And now we are talking about guys and we are like, and on top of everything else is so nice. Well, I'm 75% there. I can still see the appeal of the tortured asshole, but now I don't get sucked in anymore. Unless he has a girlfriend, of course. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, with Ben, we talked about every single aspect of our life, except what happened between us last time we saw each other. My friends think it's weird that we didn't talk about it. I think I've always been the kind of person who gives more importance to act than words. It might be because when I love somebody, I usually have trouble to say it. Or maybe not talking is also a way to not confront myself to the reality until I'm ready to hear it. I don't know. I'm kind of happy to avoid the vulgarity of saying everything, enunciating what we both already know. Or maybe it's just as eager as I am to avoid the tough discussion. Anyway, between nice guy and my best friend from college, it didn't work. But I kept hanging out sporadically with nice guy. I kind of knew he had a little crush on me and I always tried to avoid the topic because I didn't want to reject him. I've always hated rejection, and even if I liked him as a friend, I didn't want his end of my body. Sometimes it is as simple as that. But at some point he took me by surprise and decided to confront me by telling me everything he had on his chest. It was so... weird. I had no idea of the intensity of his feeling. He throwed words at me like... Never loved anybody like I love you. It has always been you. All of these phrases that are so scary when they don't make you happy. I tried to run away. Didn't work. I tried to make a joke. Didn't work. He wanted answers. I was torn between being his friend and the girl breaking his heart. I heard sentence coming out of my mouth like, you know what? I'm a bitch. You don't really know the real me. I don't even know if I'm able to be faithful to somebody. The more I was selling myself short, the more he told me how he didn't care and just wanted me as I was, even if he meant it'd be hurt. The more he pushed, the less receptive I was. My last resort was to use the banally saddening It's not you, it's me and other and I want to ruin our friendship. In a way, I respect him so much for taking this risk. 
If I could have choose my attraction, I would have picked him. It would have been so easy. But then again, I truly believe that all of the best things in life are not easy. I cannot bring myself to talk to Ben about what happened between us and what I want. The problem when you trust action is that they are subject to interpretation. But words are so often lies, so... Ben seems to be more relaxed now. I think he knows I won't talk about the elephant in the room. We basically accepted it and built a old world around our little Dembo. And weirdly, when I'm with him, Ben, not Dembo, all the questions I had in my head shut up. Being with them, Ben and Dembo, appeases me. I talked to Ben about a company I love and where I had dreamed to work. He says that he knows somebody there and he will make an introduction. <laughs> Even when we are talking about work and the conversation is smooth, I can't help but looking at his hands. I want to touch him. I remember the night we spent together, his hands on my neck while he's kissing me. That's a thing with chemistry. Even if you don't talk about it, it is there. Two years ago, nice guy made another try. We went away for the weekend with some old friend. It is crazy how much fun we had together. But the thing is with him, I never know when he says he likes something, if it's true or if it's just an attempt to seduce me. At the time, I was in a bad place because my boss was a crazy person and even if my job is not everything I am, it influences greatly on my mood and my happiness because I fulfill myself in what I do. My purpose is not my only source of happiness, but it's one of the grounding parameters of my life. So, nice guys was there with his shoulder and a lot of alcohol. But he was living with his girlfriend at the time, so I was feeling completely safe. I was actually clueless and then surprised when he did his move. A chest kiss on my lips. I let him. Even if I knew I wasn't really into him and that he had a girlfriend. Bad girl, I know. But come on, it was just a little peck on the lips. The day after I decided we needed to talk again before anything happened, I decided to be completely honest. I don't want to be in a relationship, I don't want to commit, and please, please, please do not break up with your girlfriend before talking to me about it. And if it's not what you want, maybe the best option would be to act like nothing happened. His response? I'm sorry, but this is not happening. I cannot forget what happened. A peck on the lips. Hi everybody, we are 12. Well, long story short, we ended up sleeping together and we had absolutely no sparks. I was bored. The more I think about it, the more I'm convinced the cheater conundrum is actually one of the sneakiest application of the Murphy law. Anything that can go wrong 
will go wrong. Or in that case, when you sleep with a guy in a relationship, if you want him to break up with his girlfriend, he won't. But if you have no chemistry with him and tell him that you want only to have an affair and by all means he should absolutely not break up with his girlfriend, you could be sure of that. He will. And of course, as you guessed, the following week, nice guy asked me to go for a coffee. After blowing him off twice, I met with him. He arrived super happy with himself, like, I broke up with my girlfriend. I'm sorry. What? I told you not to broke up with your girlfriend without talking to me first. His response. I'm sorry, but this was not really your call. Well, I'm so happy you said that. The thing is, I knew if I let this relationship come back from this weekend away, I would be stuck. And I didn't want to lead him on. Well, more than I've already did. Murphy's Law, I'm telling you. Sometimes I tend to look at my life in terms of character, storyline, and logic. And that's why I've tried to see if something could work with Nice Guy. Because honestly, aside from the I'm really not attracted to him part, it makes sense. But if the end of my life slash movie I end up with him, I would be pissed. Even if I must admit sometime just for a minute or a few hours, I wonder if I'm making a big mistake. I don't want to be the Dawson of somebody else's love story. You know, just a bump on the road, things a true lover need to overcome. I'm tired of my immobilism. I'm so scared of losing Ben if I talk, and I'm afraid to lose him if I don't. There is weirdly a bittersweet happiness in this agonistic weight. I'm having such a great time with Ben right now that I start thinking, could we actually be friends? If it what it takes to have him in my life, maybe I'd be willing to do this. Patience, right? I've always hated it. I wonder if it's actually the Murphy's Laws or if it's me not being myself. The irony here is that everybody's telling me that I don't have a boyfriend because I'm too independent and guys feel that I don't need them. I actually think it might be the opposite. Maybe guys are scared of because when I like somebody, maybe can feel how much I can go from zero to 1,000 in a second. And even if I'm trying to play it cool, maybe can feel it. I don't know, but I kind of hope there can be an in-between between the guy that I think with my head is good for me and the guy I feel with my hormones and maybe my heart and my feelings that is good for me. I hope he exists. Even if it's just in a really, really tiny, simple, which would explain why he's so hard to find. At the end of this night with Ben, I don't have 
any answers. But I had a great time, he offered to see each other again, and we've been kind of friendly texting each other since then. We've scheduled an early drink tonight. I think it's a good sign. Maybe something will result from this. He tried to stay away, like I did, maybe for his relationship's sake, but maybe spending time with me made him realize that there is something between us aside from the forbidden fruit aspect of this relationship. I can't help but wonder if the fact that we run into each other was a sign of fate or the result of my crazy analytic and manipulative skills. Only time will tell. Ah, oh, patience again. <laughs>